ads on the street that are better than us, Joe. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, today I went into our candy jar, which is shaped like an owl. Okay. Um, and there was a Twix sitting in there. Like and I was, in a wrapper, a Twix, right? I'm sorry. A Kit Kat, yes. Okay. All right. It was, it was wrapped, and it had a Kit Kat shape and a Kit Kat back side of the label. Sure. I grabbed it. I opened it up and I put it in my mouth. And what was in there was a gingerbread Kit Kat, not what I wanted or expected. Oh my God. It was thrown off immediately. That is one of it, the hardest things to comprehend when you're expecting a flavor. Now you have something that doesn't taste bad, but is completely opposite of the flavor that you expected to put into your mouth. Not what I wanted, I'll tell you that much. And I hope to God Kit Kat never makes a gingerbread flavor ever again. People love those weird flavored Kit Kats. They do. They do. I like that's really one. Of, I'll give it to them. There's a couple good off. Like, I I think I don't love. I mean, it's well documented. I don't love plain chocolate. So a right. Kit Kat flavor profile is not doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> I enjoy a good Kit Kit Kat every now and again. Wafers and chocolate, can't complain. But when they start throwing out like weird flavors, I'm into it. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So I just, that's all, that's all I really had was I was very disappointed by that I didn't have a regular Kit Kat today, but did find two mini Reese's in the, in the owl. So that was a good treat to wash that gingerbread out of my mouth. It's never a bad day when you find a couple of snack Reese's in there. Oh, oh some might call it a win. Like, oh, the, yeah. Maybe even the highlights of, of some days is when you find a hidden Reese's somewhere in a pocket. You've washed and let sit out, then dried and then washed again, but you're going to eat it. I mean, if you're not having sun dried Reese's, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what? Let's go to Hershey. Hershey, here's an idea. Here's an idea. You've heard sun-dried tomatoes. I got something for you. We're going to put them in oil. We're just going to gan them. Yep. Keep them right on the shelf. People go wild for these things. Put them on crackers. San, great. San Marzano Reese's. Ooh. See? All right. Done deal. Sells itself. This is why, they, this is why I pursued business. For this That's reason. It. You're making moves and you're making decisions, and I respect that. The degree and was all go anywhere without wild without wild decisions. The degree was always worth it, Joe. For this reason. <laughs> <laughs> Your piece of paper is better than mine, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Christian Mansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm good. I'm good. Happy Wednesday. Um, Happy Wednesday, and, and to you. Thank you. Also with you. And also with your spirit. Um, it's <laughs> I have found another non-alcoholic beer that I've started oh. to enjoy. Uh, this one is from Shorts. I think it's their first like run at it. Uh, and it's very good. It's lemon lime flavored. Uh, it's like lemon lime and hops. Very good. I like it. 
So, is it? What's yeah. it called? Hit it um, with what's the what's the name? Thirst Mutilator. So very very okay. shorts esque uh branding, but yeah. very delicious. I'll have to find it. Uh I'm always in the mood for a good non alcoholic beer. I I know that I'm getting old because if I have one beer, just one, the night before, I know mm. it the next morning when I wake up. Uh, yeah. And, and it's not even like a hangover or anything. Like, but I wake up and I'm like, wow, I'm extra tired this morning when I got the same amount of sleep yeah. I got the night before. I know why. Because there's only one change yeah. in my life. And it's I had that beer and it made me extra tired. I told, I told that to Kayla today. I said, man, we're getting old. Like, our back hurts. We have to take vitamins. Mm. Like, what's going on with us? I got Katie forced me to keep my multivitamins on my desk uh, because mm. she wants me to live longer like a good wife. And uh, yeah, I've taken that. She put them down here on Sunday. It's now Wednesday. I've taken them once. Um, so <laughs> better than none. I need to have them where I can see them. That I'll that, take them. She used to get so mad at me because she'd keep them in the cupboard. Right in our in our cups covered, thinking, oh, I grab my coffee cup in the morning. I'll grab, yeah, you know, that's that is good logic. It's logical, right there. Unfortunately, logic doesn't exist before I have my first cup of coffee. So I'm just stumbling into this cabinet, grabbing whatever mug is close enough and large enough to carry as much coffee as it'll fill. Yeah, and then I'm moving on with my day. Day has started then, and I'm not coming back to that cabinet. So, right, it's oh. now they're on my desk, sitting in front of me all day to guilt trip me into into trying taking them. Mine was on my counter near the coffee materials, the stuff to make the coffee. Um, it looked hideous, so it got moved into our bathroom closet mm. where for two days I forgot about them. Yeah, you're never gonna find you're never gonna find it in a bathroom closet. So we moved our toothbrushes into the bathroom closet. Mm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. Uh, gotta get in there for a toothbrush. That's problem solving. Um, so before I move into what we did last week and yada yada, sure. Uh, I was thinking about this also today. Um, our tagline catchphrase, whatever you want to call it, opening is the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. We've talked about this before. When do we drop that young part? That's a hard. That's a hard. Dis- <laughs> hard discussion, Joe. Especially you're talking to a man that turns thirty this year. So, oh man, welcome. You're finally, I think when you turn 30, it's, I think that's it. The the eyes of two 30 something dads. Through the eyes of, through the eyes of two young 30 year old dads. Oh, like we're young young 30s. Young 30s dad. Yeah. 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 Well, that's an awful. Two dads who refuse to grow up. Ooh, that's good. Mm. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. I spend uh, all I'll spend all day in a marketing agency. I can I can I yeah. can come up with this. I can do it. It can happen. But how are you, how are you doing? How was your week? How was your weekend? The weekend was good. Um, just kind of. Katie went back to work on Monday, so she had all last week off, and then uh, this past weekend. So I said last week that Ben was having a little trouble sleeping uh, and was keeping mm-hmm. me up all night. Uh, turns out his ear infections never went away. Uh, after our RSV, ah, yeah. So we uh, we took him to the doctor on Friday, got some antibiotics, got him on the antibiotic path, and he's doing much better now. But um, they give him what? what so uh, we started with amoxicillin, right? The, the pink cough syrup stuff. Yeah. 
um, or whatever. It's just pink antibiotics it tastes like kid bubble gum. Um, and then this time they bumped it up to, I forget the name of it now. The stronger antibiotic that they put them on, like a one gotcha. step stronger. Um, and this one is white. So mm. much harder to get them and- to drink the white, uh, medicine than the pink medicine i think he saw the pink yeah. medicine was like oh yeah cool now he's right. like oh this why would i drink this when i could have anything but you, else but if you diet white diet, diet pink, pink you're you're asking me to go get red food dye to give my son antibiotics twice a day that's too much work joe it's too much work <laughs> we got amoxicillin and grayson didn't even take it no he, no i don't think he liked the bubblegum flavor mm. whenever he smelt it he started gagging that is tough. That's that's. I was nervous, uh, because Ben is in his toddler phase full on and can one day like something and one day hate it. I mean, he does it now with, yeah. with this medicine. Some days I'm like, "Hey, can you drink your medicine?" He's like, "Yep." Throws it back like a shot. And other days he's like, "No," right. shakes his head and runs away. And you're like, I, "You literally took this this morning, like willingly, and now you're running away. Right? And don't even want to look at it. Like, what 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 are we doing here?" So. I was nervous about that, but uh, the amoxicillin he was pretty good with. This new one is not not as easy, but also when they gave us the amoxicillin, because they assumed that he was still a baby, they gave us the syringe. Uh, mm. It's very difficult to get the medicine out of a like three quarter empty bottle with a small baby syringe. Um, Do you not can can you not pour it? I mean, yeah, but then you got to guesstimate how much like. Uh, I guess we have I we we have so many medicine caps that like have the tablespoons and milliliters and whatnot. So this time I specifically asked the pharmacist, I was like, hey, he's like bigger now. He's a toddler. Can I get like, uh, <laughs> well, because what I wanted was the spoon. You remember like the spoon? You can, oh, yeah, that's that's what I wanted. I was like, do you have like the, the measuring spoon thing that you can pour it into? She goes, no, but I have like some caps that I can give you. I'm like, all right, I guess. I guess that'll be fine. He can drink out of, a, out, of a, out of a cap or a cup or whatever. It's like a mini shot I cup. I forgot about those spoons. I love those things. Those were great. Yeah. Man, the 90s were great. We just got... All right. We can't talk about the fact that our tagline says young dads, and now we just said, man, the 90s were great. <laughs> uh, so what else did you do? Uh, so I did a little tool time. We'll get into that here in a, here in a minute. Um. I had that project on deck basically all weekend. Um, and what else did we do? That was kind of it. Football all weekend. Yeah. That was what it was. Football. football all weekend. It was the last weekend of football. Big games. Big games. I was I was locked in. Yeah, I was locked in. I told Katie like I this is what I want. So just kind of hung out, spent some time together, waited for Ben to start to feel better so that the house could. Started to get back to normal and then uh, watch some football. Got the week going. My week, I told you before we logged on, but my work week has been crazy and is getting crazier. So, um, yeah, that'll be a, a big thing uh, I'm dealing with moving forward. So, um, that's kind of it. How about you? How's your weekend? How was your week? It was good. Uh, Friday, we uh, we worked and then, you know, I kind of was like, I really just want to do something like i'd like to have dinner as a family like go out and have dinner mm-hmm. um which was tough because we didn't eat until like seven thirty, eight o'clock and by the time <sighs> the food came to the table like everybody's wheels were falling off the bus no way um uh, yeah so we 
maybe should not have done that. But we did it. We lived through it. Some groceries. Um, and the Saturday, I opened up Grayson's bank account, which was fun. It's exciting stuff. How you know, giving those kids money. Um, did that, and uh, and then Kayla had like a plant day where she kind of repotted and resoiled and freshened up all of her plants. Um, just fun to see, you know, just start going through them all. Yeah, uh, and and moving things to bigger pots. So that happened, and then we were, we've been talking about painting an accent wall in our house for a long time. Um, so Saturday, I went, Cora and I went and got some paint to do that. Yeah. So we did that, and wait, uh, you painted the sun- accent wall? Yeah, Sunday we painted it. Where was? Where um, is it? It's in our living room behind our TV. Oh, okay. Um, uh, we painted it like a dark. Um, it's not sage green. It's kind of like a forest green. I'm sorry. Um, Hold on. How do you have the mo- like? How do you find the motivation to just buy the paint and just paint a wall? I don't know, man. I, uh, it, need for I, change. <laughs> when I have to paint something, first off, I hate painting. It's my least favorite thing we, to we do. We talk about this. Yes. I like painting. Oh, it's fair easy for me just to throw on a podcast and just mindlessly paint. I. Uh, you you had the roller on a big stick. Is that how you did it? No, I got a chair. And just hand rolled it. Yeah, it's it's just one small wall. Like right. the actual painting of the wall took me maybe a half an hour after edging. Like I edged and then mm. painted. About it. How many coats? Two. Good on you. Good on you. I had, the motivation <laughs> to paint for me is zero. Zero. <laughs> I just hate it. I hate it. The prep and cleanup is like the worst part. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. Like moving shit, then you gotta you know tape off the ceiling and the sidewalls, which doesn't even matter because I got paint everywhere. Yeah, because the tape didn't stick down to where it needed to. Your kids are a little bit older too, so you can like kind of corral them away. I guess oh, they not. were gone. Oh, okay. Kayla See, and the kids disappeared. They went to Kayla's parents, who were gone for like a week, uh, on vacation. They went over to Kayla's parents' house. I was like, "All right, painting this wall." They're okay. Gone. See, I think I, I think I would have more motivation to do it. Like, I now in the way like that life works now, I have to wait until the kids are asleep, and then it's eight o'clock at night, yeah. and then oh. I have to set up and tape and paint right. and then clean up all at starting at like eight o'clock, eight fifteen at night. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that, um, and then just a couple of kid uh updates um first we're working on core potty training which we've talked about before so this weekend we had her poo bear in it two Ooh. days so shirt no pants yep um how'd it go and she she uh only peed on the couch once nice. uh, and that's because she woke up from a nap and kayla didn't like catch her i was at work kayla mm-hmm. didn't catch her uh soon enough um but other than that she was great like we just had her potty out in the living room and she would run to it when she needed to go sometimes she just sat on it and like ate her dinner like sitting on the potty <laughs> um she pooped in the potty once and nice. it was exciting it was an exciting day for for this house there's awesome. a lot of whooping and hooting and hollering uh so that happened um sunday we were trying to get her to do it again and kayla told her hey cora you need to take off her diaper and cora said santa told me yes which means Santa told her that she could keep her diaper on. Oh, I don't know who Santa is. Well, I mean, I know who Santa is, but if you didn't, we'd have to have a conversation that I don't want to share on the podcast right now. But right, 
Yeah, apparently Santa told her that she could keep her diaper on. Um, your, your daughter's haunted, right? You know that. You know that. Yeah. I know that. Uh, yeah, okay. totally. Yesterday, uh, Kayla said she heard like a bike roll across our hallway upstairs while she was down here by herself. Um, we have no bike upstairs. Oh, Kayla was here by herself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is um, terrifying. It's not spooky season yet. I bought a big 24 pack oh, of Guinness. Oh, it is, Jared. No, Joe, I bought January a 24 pack. I bought a 24 pack of Guinness. It is season. now <laughs> it is St. Patrick's Day. From now until the end of March, it's St. Patrick's Day. So, all right. St. Patrick can be spooky, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um then another cute thing Cora did on Sunday. I'm tr- I'm taking notes throughout my weekend of things that the kids I like did. that. That's a good idea. Um Kayla was cleaning off something and her shirt got wet. And Kayla's like, oh man, my shirt's wet. And Cora just like ran out of the kitchen. We were like, what are you doing, Cora? And she didn't answer. And she went into Kayla's closet and grabbed a shirt and brought it out to her and said, here, mommy. Was like, here's a new shirt. <laughs> That's very, very cute. cute. Yeah. Um, other than that, Grayson's in the throes of it. He's very clingy uh, right now. He's in this clingy phase. Oh, He's getting yeah. more teeth threw up on me before i came down here so oh nice sitting in puke clothes i um will's at the phase okay. where he just like burps and spits up like randomly and then you're just like hmm okay and then you move on with your day because that's what parents shirts are now <laughs> they're just you just <laughs> get spit up right. on yeah they just spit on, up on a little bit and you're like oh look it blended in okay i'm moving on yeah and uh grayson is getting harder to put to sleep he's starting to turn into cora Last night we had a ten o'clock night with him, and I Ooh. think the night before was pretty late. Yeah. Oh, he's he's getting rambunctious at night rather than sleepy. Your kids, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Ben is the same way, but we ha- so we have to have bedtime. Like we yeah. we have a. I mean, we started this a long time ago, but we do the same routine at the same time every night to make sure that he stays like on that schedule. Actually, we were laughing about this. We have always been very like uh schedule oriented with Ben and we, because he was such a poor sleeper, That's if his, good, yeah. you know, if his schedule ever got screwed up, we would be paying for it. Right. Um, and we're not like that with Will. Like yeah. the, uh, where were we? Oh, we went to Costco on Saturday. Uh, don't go to Costco on Saturday afternoon. Just in case you didn't know that. <laughs> don't just don't do it. Uh, the Costco, the store with the biggest parking lot. I had to circle three times to find one parking spot. Like just don't, Oof. just don't go to Costco on a Saturday afternoon. The line to the gas station was all the way backed out onto the main road. I, oh. It's just, just don't do it. Anyway, uh, we were talking about like when Ben woke up from his nap, we just like went to Costco, and the baby didn't like. Will just didn't really nap for big chunks yeah. of the day and we're like this is why we never ever would have done this with ben we would like we were so he had to nap on schedule he had a nap right on time all this stuff uh second kid problems but we'll just he'll sleep when he sleeps i it'll yeah and and it's pain you know it, it bites us because will still has to sleep on top of us right now like he we just yeah. have not been able to get him to sleep by himself um but we have not been able to dedicate like with ben we could focus a hundred percent and say okay we're going to come up with a schedule and a regimen and say, this is when he's going to sleep on his back and we're going to put him down and we're going to move him to his crib. So we, with Will, we're like, I, if he's asleep, he's asleep. And it, you know, yeah. honestly at this point, if he's asleep and I can sleep. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's tough. Um, yeah, sleeping man, it's it's rough. It is rough. I'm hoping. God, I'm hoping by the time like Cora goes to kindergarten, like she's got a routine down. Mm-hmm. Um, because boy, howdy, these, these nights are are getting tough. And hopefully, she'll sleep in her room every night. She wakes up and just comes straight to our bed. It's tough. We Ben's been doing that a little bit. But waking up at like five o'clock in the morning and being hungry, like he's not, he's yeah. being too busy to eat his dinner and then he'll have like a snack and then he'll wake up at five o'clock and be hungry. Has happened like the last three days. It's like, this is, this is not sustainable, my friend. Yeah. Ugh. Rough. Rough. Kids, man. I'm telling you. Um, kids. Uh, well, tell me about your, your tool time, the, the things you did. So, I think I brought this up last week, but last week our life uh, kind of everything happened all at once. Uh, so Ben stopped sleeping. Um, mm. It the it was just a lot. Everything was kind of going on. And the thing of it all, the sump pump started failing in the middle uh. of the week. And it literally happened. I kid you. So I had a week and a half off work. No work, no anything at all. If it had happened, I would have just gone to Home Depot, figured it out, and changed the sump pump. But no, it waited until literally the day I go back to work, when Ben is not feeling good, to all of a sudden just start failing. Oh, and, so, and, and for our folks out there that don't know oh, what the yeah. sump pump is, why don't you explain what the sump pump is? My house is built on clay, which means the groundwater that comes from the rain and everything like that has nowhere to go because it just runs straight down. So what it does is collect under my house. That is bad for a myriad of reasons, but the mainly <laughs> like you don't want your house sitting on water. That's, that's a bad thing. So what it does, there's a, uh, a pipe, like a plastic pipe with holes in it uh, under my house and it collects all the water, all the groundwater and it pumps it into this little like basin, this hole in the ground that I have, here in in my like actually right next to my office um and then there's a water pump that when the water level gets uh, to a certain height in that basin it pumps Mm -hmm. the water out you know up a tube and out to uh, i have i have it running out into my driveway so it runs down my driveway and into the storm drain at the end of the driveway so it stays out of the ground Mm -hmm. just goes to the the drain at the end you know all that kind of stuff um so last week the weather sucked it was like 40 and rainy all week um which is a perfect time for a sub pump to fail because it was constantly (laughs) filling with water uh and so what it would do instead of like it would still run but it would get stuck running it would not turn off Mm -hmm. and then when they're obviously these pumps are designed to pump water out so once the water's out it's just like pumping nothing and screaming right. like yeah. very loud and screaming. And uh, I have to come down here and tr- uh, unplug it and plug it back in to get it to like fix itself. And Ugh. because of all the rain, it would do that like every 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. It got to a point where uh, I think Wednesday overnight, Wednesday into Thursday, I had to sit here in my office chair until two thirty in the morning when it finally fixed itself. Because every 10 minutes, it would turn on, run for a second, and then get stuck on. And I'd have to unplug it and plug it back in to get it to fix itself. And it did that every 10 minutes, basically until 2.30, when it finally, like, 
reset enough that it, that it wouldn't do that. Uh, so I kept doing that, kept doing that. So Sunday, uh, or Saturday and Sunday, I uh, took on the project that I was going to replace it. Um, yeah. Joe, what's your average Home Depot trip number? Like, how many times do you go to Home Depot when you do a project? Um, that's a great question. We don't have one near us, so like we can't oh, make. Oh, okay, fair. Um, so usually, you know, it's there. Like, we got to get everything. We got to get that. We're either there or Menards. Um, I do love Home Depot. I would say if we have a project and we know we're doing it, uh, we will list everything out and uh, and then go. No, we won't. We won't make multiples unless I forget something. That's absolutely what you should do. And the thing that's yeah. very like, um, that's not what I did. I, but it was a little bit more difficult this time because I didn't know what parts I was gonna need. Um, because this is, uh, the the phrase is this is plumbed, right? Uh, because it right. has plumbed. It's plumbed. <laughs> uh, it has PVC pipe connecting to all the little connectors and then into the pump. Is that what right. constitutes plumbed? Is just a couple PVC pipes connected well, it's together? Well, it's all cemented in and, like, ran by a plumber. Um, but I was doing the plumbing myself this time around, so I just grabbed the sump pump, and I was like, well, I might be able to use all the same parts because if I just changed right. the pump out, but I couldn't. I had to use a different PVC pipe. Uh, that connected the pump, which means I had to use a different connector. What I didn't know. So all in all, it took me three trips to Home Depot to oh, get all my day? stuff. No, between it was one on Saturday, two on Sunday. Oof. Yeah. So I basically I bought the sump pump and something called a check valve. Basically, it makes sure the water doesn't come back down the tube. I bought yeah. that on Saturday morning when we were going out and like out and about as a family, we all went into home Depot. I grabbed the sump pump. I grabbed the check valve and I was like, these are the things I need. I'll use the same pipe and all that stuff. I didn't do anything on Saturday. Um, because Tom was coming, they were out of town on Saturday. Tom was going to come over and take a look at it with me on Sunday. And I was like, all right, I'll just wait till Mm. Tom gets here. We'll do, we'll do a double check. Well, Sunday morning, I was looking at the sump pump and it has a checklist on the box of all the things you'll need. It's like, huh, that's handy. I might need some of that stuff. So I was going through it and there were things that I was missing. Like I didn't have, um, just like little things like a connector. I didn't have a PVC pipe cutter. If I needed to trim, like, you know, like all that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? Ben and I are just going to load up. We're going to go to home Depot, the two of us. Uh, and I'm going to get some of these things on there. Um, and I did, I went in and got it and I bought, uh, two uh two foot long pvc pipes um because they either have the like eight foot worth of pvc or two foot right. there's no in between you get yeah, it, it sucks <laughs> you get the whole thing to to re pvc your house or you get a little two foot one to do a little connector on i was like well i guess i'll get two of the little ones and i'll figure out if i have to like connect them or do yeah. something like that so i get um tom comes over i pull the old sump pump so i disconnect it from the from the elbow pull the old sump pump out uh it's disgusting it's been in there all 20 years that this house has been built like it's uh it's gross old cement all that stuff um 
I do the measuring on it, and I realize on these sump pumps, you can't just connect a PVC pipe to it. You have to get a threaded PVC pipe. Oh, no. And I was like, that's really annoying. Um, so I have to go back to Home Depot. I have to buy a... They apparently have a specific, called a discharge pipe, for sump pumps that are... They only had one single brand in all of Home Depot, one single discharge pump that you could buy. Uh, so I had to buy that. Yeah. Got it in, um, and I put in one of my uh, PVC pipes, and I do the measuring. The these are twenty four inch PVC pipe cuts, right? Right. I needed twenty seven inch PVC pipes. <laughs> Just like most times in my Why? life. Why? Just like most times in my life, I was three inches short. I don't know. <laughs> I so. I did one of the most redneck things that you could possibly do. When I, when the people who owned this house before me actually were doing something illegal with a sump pump. So I have it pumping into my backyard, right? Which is what you're supposed to do. You run it away from the house. You have a little vent on it so it can drain out and run down wherever it's going to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, what they were doing before, because that's hard. I had to like dig a trench. I had to lay, corrugated pipe out there like this that was a project right. i did way back when we bought the house two years ago um what they were doing is they were actually pumping the water into the the sink that the that the laundry dumps into the laundry tub there yeah and then but where my drainage is for my house is actually in the ceiling of the basement so they were pumping into another pump that pumped into the ceiling that then pumped out oh, to the geez. like it I, they were just doing it Honestly, it was way more work to do it this way. I don't know why they didn't just do it the normal way the first right. time. But anyway, uh, so there's an obnoxiously large amount of PVC just running through my attic that I or my the like ceiling of my basement that I haven't removed. Right. Um. And so in in a I'm done with this project. I need to get it done. I just went over to the ceiling, found a large like exposed part of that pvc measured it out marked it up and just cut it out of the ceiling and <laughs> now it's now it's running my sump pump so yeah, that's great so um did you uh do any pre-work like did you watch any videos did you know how to change out a sump pump ahead of time i did so when you google like why is my sump pump failing google yeah. ads come up with like 18 different plumbing companies, some pump companies. Uh, if you live in Michigan, you've heard the 877 dry mish jingle. Um, yeah. That company is like top of the list for Michigan. Um, and I was like, wow, I really don't want to hire a plumber, but like I Googled right. the price cost or like, you know, as far as housing repairs go, they're like, yeah, it's like five, $600. You're like, that's a lot of money. But like for my housing repair thing, like, most right. things cost in the thousands, if not tens of thousands. So, you know, yeah, I was like, I don't like, that's a lot of money. I don't want to spend that much money. Uh, and then there was a home Depot thing. It's like how to change your sump pump. And I was like, Oh, I'll just look at this. See what happens. It's the simplest thing. Depot's in the great. It's the simplest thing in the world, Joe. Like it literally was like, Hey, is you're replacing a sump pump. Uh, just take the old one out and put the new one in. Right. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, just, you just, gotta do. just take the old one out and put the new one in. And I was, 
I was like, oh, well, yeah, and then just plug it in, make sure it runs the water out. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, like, the sump pump's not, you know, it, I, it wasn't cheap, but it, it was manageable, and you just buy the sump right. pump, and literally, the hardest part was, um, I don't know, have you ever done, like, uh, worked with PVC and, like, uh, wa- running water, like, through PVC? No, actually. So you have to prime and cement the PVC to, uh, into the connector, right? Okay. It's only like a quarter inch of surface area that connects to like, I have an elbow. If you've ever right. like an elbow that hooks onto another pipe, it's only like a quarter inch yeah. of surface area. Really? So I was like, and it's, Hey, put the primer on, put the cement on, hold it together for 30 seconds. You're like, ah, that doesn't, yeah that doesn't seem like that's how it's supposed to work. Right. And it, how it works. So that was the most nerve wracking <laughs> part was like, uh, just put the primer and the cement on, hold us together for 30 seconds and then, uh, plug the pump in and hope it runs and doesn't like, doesn't flush back. So. Right. Um, now Tom helped you bless his soul. Thank goodness for father-in-laws again. Yes. Always. Um, I will say, I did a nine, I did ninety percent of this project. I give oh, I'll good. give Tom all his credit when it when credit is due. But this was, I uh, he was mainly just a quick advice giver, and then uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, but uh, no, I don't I don't think he'd ever done it before. Their house doesn't have one, so I don't know if he's ever like right. worked on it on their on a house like that. But uh, yeah, it, um, he had never he didn't know so this is getting way too technical for replacing a pump in my house, but uh, there's a, when some pumps get old, uh, not the, not the one I bought now. Cause apparently they fixed that problem in the last 20 years, but <laughs> there was a, uh, you know, how, like a fishing bobber, right? You know, you can picture mm-hmm. a fishing bobber in your head. Yeah, basically it's in my head, white and red. This is, so it's just white on some pumps, but, uh, oh, um, geez basically like a fishing bobber that floats on top of the water and when the water level hits like it pushes the fishing bobber into a little like le- uh yeah. like sensor and then the uh-huh. sump pump runs to tell you that and then it has to go all the way down and turn off right at the bottom right well when you have something sitting in water for 20 years it gets gunked up and it gets you know right. not as great anymore and scaly and all that kind of stuff from like literally sitting in groundwater uh, so what was happening is it was getting stuck. Um, mm. So this happened like a year ago where it would get stuck. Uh, and I have a, a a stick that I put on the end of paintbrushes to paint high up places, right? Yeah. Uh, that I would just keep over here by the closet that it's in. And every so often, like, in the, when I say every so often, like once every three, four months, it would get stuck. I'd lift the cover off, bang it with a stick. Bobber would the bobber would fall back in the water. Everything was kosher for the next, you know, whatever. Yeah. But this time around, it wasn't the bobber causing it. It just was never turning off. So that's when I knew I yeah. had to replace it. So uh Tom was yeah. helpful uh going into it and then honestly it was like making sure that all the process that I had laid out, like, hey, I'm gonna screw in this pipe and um right. but he was the one that told me I needed a threaded pipe to go into the sump pump because I was like it says all I need is a one and a half inch PVC pipe, and then I should be all good. He's like, yeah, but like, 
It's not going to attach to anything down there. It needs to screw in. I was like, all right, you're right. How big is a sump pump? Um, uh, it's probably like 20 pounds, maybe like uh, a foot tall. Will it fit foot in a wide. bread box? Depends on the size of the bread box. Picture a bread box? That size. Okay. Uh, it's probably a little bit bigger than a bread box. Okay. A printer? Yeah, it's like, but it's uh, it's taller than it is wide, right? Because it's like okay, a, yeah, a mechanical yeah. pump. So, um, I had the hardest. My dad had a pool when we were growing up, so we had a pump that could pump the water out of the pool. It's the same thing, same concept, right? right? So, so before I end this sump pump conversation, um, now this thing it it works. Because again, the water builds up and it sends it out yeah. to your driveway for like the simplest terms. Say hurricane levels are coming through. Sure. Uh power goes out. Yeah. What happens? It's a good question. If first off, I would have to find a generator to run it. Like I Yeah. They make really like super duper fancy ones that are like Protect yourself from power outages. Get a battery. Like this sump pumps battery backup and it has an app that tells your phone when it runs and it tells right. you, I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to live that life. Um, it's, it backs up in back down the pipe that is under my house. Right. So it would take right. a lot of water to back all the way up, and then it would probably start coming out of the drain that's in the floor of my laundry room, like start to bubble up there. First. Yeah. Um, that's probably the best I can do, but it definitely would flood my basement. Would it? Yeah. Um, that sucks. There are a couple like in the basin that is drilled in there. There's a couple of like val or like, uh. You know how like your sink has the little holes in it that like loud like to right. try and prevent it from flooding. There's a couple yeah. of those in there that's like an extra hole that goes out just into like the ground, um, right. just in case. Uh, but even I would say like, I when I had it unplugged and not running, so I got to a point where it it was so broken. What I would do is I would turn it on, let it run, to pump all the water out let it do it one more time because like all the extra water would come out of the pipe. Right. And then I would turn it off for two hours and I come back okay. in two hours later, do it again, pump all the water out, do that. Um, and then turn it out. And that's how I like got to that point until I could replace it. Um, right. Because we're up every two hours with the baby anyway. So I was like, this is might as well just do it this way. Um, and then, so I would say, from a two hours when like it wasn't raining super hard, still quite a bit of water. Really? Yeah. Um, so let's hope that, uh, the power doesn't go out. So I, I would just get a generator, I think just to run. Yeah. Just to run that. God, could you imagine if Ryobi made one and you just slap one of your batteries into that bad boy? I'm telling you, they have to, right? They have to, no, maybe not yeah. a battery powered sump pump, but like, is there, bet, I bet, would make one that plugs in, but then it has a battery port. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Like a, like a battery. Basically, can I charge the batteries now that has like right. a, like an external battery or like a, the power 
storage. So it's basically like a mini generator, right? Yeah, they got to Man, if they don't, that's a hell of an idea, Ryobi. Because I don't uh, need it to power my whole house, right? I, I, yeah. I don't even need that much. And honestly, it only runs once every 15, 20 minutes. At, at like peak volume, it only runs every 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So like, I don't need it to run all the time. Just it's, a little, just a little power jolt, you know, just a little something, something. Yeah, just, you know, a sump pump that plugs in and then battery port and then just slap the battery in it when the power goes out. Yeah. Boom. Millions of dollars. It gives, it leads me. So I brought Ben with me a couple of places. Um, Ben was a little bit of a menace when I was trying to replace it, but luckily I was able to like <laughs> get him to go upstairs. But um, he also is very cool. Like how interested in it. I, if you're following the big dead energy Instagram, there was a very good uh, yeah. story that my wife posted about the, uh, me and uh, my father-in-law and Ben sitting down there looking at the sump pump. So how do you, you already talked like painting the wall. You, you got the kids to get out of there. How do you manage doing projects with the, uh, with the kids around? And it, it'll be tough. We haven't really done anything major. That painting was kind of the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Everything else so far, um, it's kind of been outside if it's anything yeah. so yep. we can send them out or um we thankfully we did a lot of the project right when Cora was young so we mm-hmm. haven't had to do any major major ones right now um we will be doing some you know probably within the next year like we want to replace carpet um we have to um there's there's a couple other things but a lot of it is kind of either high up like on a roof mm-hmm. or you know in a basement where we can lock them upstairs um so that's kind of the biggest thing you know is is kind of fielding them we're like okay where can we lock them away but you know they're not locked in a bedroom or whatever it might yeah. be yep um and if it's anything like you know a uh a bathroom or something it's easy enough just for us you know just for me to lock myself in there and and do it thankfully like i said we haven't had anything major um it's been a lot of the projects we've done so far have been like cosmetic stuff so they can like hold off like where i can get the kids away and out or whatever it might be um but that's kind of the go-to is like okay let's you know they're get them off basement or upstairs wherever they need to be or see if you know one of our, our parents can just take them for an afternoon mm-hmm. along those lines. Uh, it's just easier, man, just to like, get them out of your hair. Like, then you're not making chicken nuggets or, it's you know, getting juice boxes every two minutes. Uh, it's, it's very difficult, especially now, like, only Katie or I can do a project, right? Where yeah. that's, that's the hardest part is, like, we used to be able to go in and, if we were when we painted Ben's room as a perfect example, Katie was doing the edges of a wall and I was doing the big broad strokes on the other wall. Yeah. Right? So the whole room was able to get painted by the both of us. Yeah. Now if something like I have to do the projects. Or Katie has to do the projects, but then Katie's also breastfeeding and everything like that. So like even it's like even more challenging for her to do it. So it, it that's the hardest part is uh like only one of us can be doing a project at a time and we do have like big projects that we want to get done um i'll tell you the the hardest thing for me is not even necessarily the execution of the project but i am so worn out on a day-to-day basis 
yeah. mustering the motive. We talked about mo- the motivation to paint a wall, mustering the motivation to like, it's funny. And so the other project I did this weekend is I Ben's doorknob, like was getting so hard to turn that Katie had gotten locked in Ben's room because she couldn't, she physically couldn't turn the doorknob. I, I had to come and turn the doorknob to get it to open. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I ended up ordering on Amazon. I ordered, uh, eight doorknobs so I can replace all the right. in- indoor doorknobs in our, uh, in our house and then have a couple extras. Um, and it's funny cause I, I, I did it both on Sunday cause I like did one project. I was like, Ooh, I'm feeling good. I, I got the sun pump done. Yeah. Let me go replace the doorknob. I'm feeling good. Um, and like it was, I had the juices on, so I was good, but like I have to, I installed Ben's doorknob backwards, N- not the, the handles are, or whatever, but the, you know, the latch you're supposed to like, yeah. uh, I have the latch backwards. So if you push on the door, it opens no matter what. Right. But it's really? supposed to, if you push it close, it's supposed to close, but it doesn't do that. It does it if you push it open. So, um, uh. but like, mustering the motivation just to change that because ben when i was doing that wanted to be part of everything right he wanted to hold the doorknob he at one point he took the doorknob and walked away because i kept taking it away from him and he's like no i want it (laughs) he took the doorknob and walked away when i was trying to and it's like it was it's so hard it just made changing a simple doorknob it made it three times harder and i couldn't focus like obviously that's why i installed it wrong is because i was so I needed to get done. I needed to get done quickly. I needed to like fend off Ben while I'm trying to like, it was just, you know, all that stuff. And then finding the motivation to do anything more is challenging. It is. It definitely is. And, you know, like I said, they were gone, but when they came back, the walls were wet and it's like in our living room. So we can't shut a door. Um, so what Kayla did, God, she like, think on the fly she just pushed all the tables that we have in our living room like up against the wall like up against the trim and like was able to barricade it so that they can't Mm. get to the wall like oh my god uh like don't touch the wall like please just leave the wall alone it's i don't know man it's hard it's hard it was it was hard to do projects when we didn't have kids and now it's like adding them in and even it makes it so limiting to um, not even just from like, here's the thing. Oh, I have to change the bath, the shower of our bathroom. Like it is, mm-hmm. it's not waterproof. Well, uh, but like, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a project. I got to get in there. I got to take the bathtub out. I got to take the, the freaking drywall out and put new drywall up. I got to cement and put a, it's a whole thing. Ugh. And it's one of those things that like I can do. Right. I've watched enough videos. Tom has put up drywall before, like subway. You've done subway tile. Yeah. Like I, I can do it, but the time and the resources, like if it was just Katie and I in the house, Katie would just go move into her parents for the week and we could just figure it out. Right. But you can't do that. You just can't do it. It, it, That's like impossibility now with two kids. Like, yeah, for me, if that was my in my place, it would be like, a, okay, um, maybe for a weekend, like you and the kids go away for the weekend, like go live at your mom's or whatever, just for mm-hmm. a weekend, and, and me and Joe will knock it out or whatever it might be. Yeah, you know, I'll get as many hands in there as we can that we need to just rip a thing out and redo it as quickly as we can. Um, 
Yeah, that's it's tough, especially you know, we only have one bathroom. I only yeah. have one bathroom. Yep. Like so, demoing a bathroom isn't ideal. Yeah, it's not even like you can lock that off, right? It's not right. like I can be like, oh, I'll work on it this weekend because while well, you guys use the downstairs bathroom, or whatever. And I have one bathroom. I can't. Yeah. I can't do anything else. Like, and yeah, it's not like the thing about like replacing a shower is at least the toilet will still work or, you know, and like, right. but it's, it's just, it's not, it's not conducive. And then the kids are all around and then you're trying to like yeah. haul a metal tub out of the hallway and every, you know, like it's, I got to replace yeah. the subfloor on it. So there's a giant hole in the floor going to the basement. Uh, like, not again. Damn that subfloor. I know it. Well, this is the, we didn't replace this part of the subfloor because right. we didn't rip the tub up last time. So now we, now, if I take the tub out, I got to replace the other part of the subfloor. Uh, rough, rough stuff. Projects, man. They're I, always ongoing. I'm telling you what, being a homeowner is, uh, it's great and it's a racket all at the same time. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. There's a lot of stuff that are always going on. There's always projects that need to get done. I know but it. You'll make it work. And then, then you'll make millions of dollars off your house. Yeah, that's what they keep telling me. <laughs> Just just do it so you can make millions of dollars off this tiny house that you live in. It's great. It's forever great. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. We'll get some sleep. Um, all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you all. If you haven't already, give us a, a rate, a review, a subscribe. That would be amazing. Um, you send us an email at bigdadenergypod at gmail.com. Uh, I never realized how much Arby sends out emails until Kevin sends us every Arby's email that he gets, which is like five a week. Um, go subscribe Glorious. to Arby's emails too. Uh, and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, if you haven't followed us on our social medias yet, go follow us. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on, on Twitter and Facebook. We're at Big Dad Energy Podcast on Instagram. Uh, still trying to build up those Instagram numbers. We're still trying. Uh, so go yeah. give us a follow. Uh, we're, we're pumping out content all the time. Um, uh, let us know on whatever platform of your choice, whether you like this new release date of thir- or the new release day of Thursday. Um, we're, uh, we're still experimenting a little bit on, on new days that work for us to record, um, and also get put out. So, uh, just let us know if you like it and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. So thank you guys so much for listening every week. We appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, hope to have you back next week. So I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember. Like so it's always for reason. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.